all these bands were playing the Cat's Cradle. What's so fascinating about it and why I think he was so valuable to that scene is my memory of that scene and those bands was it, and Chapel Hill in general. You have to remember the context. This isn't he's not living in you know, Robeson County, North Carolina. He's living in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, which again is in the South, but not of the South in so many ways, right? Even though they had until recently a Confederate statue on UNC's campus, Chapel Hill was very self-consciously progressive and forward-thinking. You remember Mr. Kiger, what he used to call it, a pat of butter and a sea of grits. Right. And Jesse Helms, the Republican senator, wanted to put, you know, joked about fencing in Chapel Hill so that they couldn't infect the rest of the state. Chapel Hill had a sort of progressive attitude that I think at times could almost feel a little ahistorical. And I was guilty of that sensibility also. And similarly, that generation of indie rock bands in Chapel Hill were so forward thinking. Like, no one is going to listen to Polvo and think it's roots music. Like, it's like mm-hmm. mathematical music from space and stuff, you know, or Archers of Loaf. Like, that's not the four tops, you know, it's just a completely different project. And they had their influences like Sonic Youth or whatever, like those influences were not from like 30 and 40 years ago. Dexter was always drawing from a deeper well of American music and he was playing. I mean, they had originals, but most of their sets at that point were cover songs. You know, no other Chapel Hill band is going to go up on stage and sing a fucking Buddy Holly song at the Cat's Cradle. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or do a ballad by the Andrews sisters. You know, that's just not what Zen Frisbee was up to or whoever, you know, like all these great <laughs> yeah. bits. It was not their project, you know? Right. So in the midst of all this forward-looking, progressive, future-oriented music, Dex and Crow were were looking, almost like looking in the other direction. Mm-hmm. So they were in the scene, but not of the scene or vice versa or whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it was a yeah. different project. And what made it so exciting was... You know, you'd go see a bunch of bands for like, it was like $2 Tuesday at the Cat's Cradle one summer where all these local bands would play. When you look back on these flyers, it's like, holy shit, that was a great value. Like these were great bands that were just about to break. Then then maybe the next week you'd go see the Flat Duo Jets or whatever. Because he was drawing on such a deep well of American music and because his performances were so raw and exuberant and sort of um, crazed, there was an element of like, summoning or channeling when you when you watch them live they were drawing something from the past into the present and that's very powerful to experience because they weren't doing it as a museum piece they weren't doing it hmm. super preciously they were right. doing it with like this real sense of immediacy like the past is here in this room interesting with us. You know, yeah. And relative, as much as I loved all those other Chapel Hill indie rock bands, that's not the energy that they brought. That stuff is more like the future. This is the future. This is what the future sounds like. But Dexter, in this self-consciously progressive Southern town, surrounded by all these other bands, Dexter's concerts were like, we are we are rooted in this place. This is music from the past that is alive with us right now. And this is a lot of this is Southern music, Southern black music, rock and roll, rhythm and blues. And here I am channeling it now. And it's almost like because he was so fucking crazy on stage, 
you talk about these old feelings, these old, it's almost like Lovecraftian, like he is summoning the old ones. Like, is this building going to be standing in 20 minutes if they keep going this hard, you know, with this much history that they're throwing at us? You know, they're bludgeoning us with these songs. Like these concerts were just like song after song after song after song after song. Like it truly felt like you had dipped into a river that was flowing and would be flowing forever. And then you dip back out and the river just keeps flowing because their energy was so fucking nuts in this era. 